Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Kathy Greenberg, my esteemed host, is also with us. I'll introduce her in just a, a moment. But between Kathy and I, we have helped thousands of leaders to perform in the top 10%. And we're always excited uh, to have people here that we can pick, pick their brain on how they've been successful and what tips and tools they're doing that we can share with you. And as you know, in many of these shows, Kathy and I have been talking about our new book, Emotional Brilliance, which you can um, go to the website uh, now and be able to pre-order at www.eblife.com. And let me say a word about uh, Dr. Kathy Greenberg. We have uh, had a very stimulated uh, process with this book, and you've been hearing us talk about emotional brilliance. You know, what is it that you do in the moment that allows you to be not only good but to be great? And how can you be brilliant uh, in that moment and there's tools and tips and stories and stuff in the book. And so if anybody's been listening to our shows for a while, it's been, you know, I think this is the 13th year that we've been doing this uh, in uh, 45 different countries. We probably have 4 million downloads. You've heard Dr. Kathy Greenberg. Uh, Kathy is the founder of four different consultancies and three different leadership institutes. She has supported behavioral research through her career, She has, if you want to see her shining face, she has a free iPhone app, Your Happiness Now, which is available uh, at iTunes. And aside from our new book, Emotional Brilliance, uh, Living a uh, Stressless, Fearless Life, she has numerous other number one best-selling books. Um, One of them, Fearless Leaders, Sharpen Your Focus, that she's done with uh, special operations. And... um, for more information, you can get in touch with Kathy at www.drkathygreenberg.com. So, Kathy, welcome. Thank you, Relly. I'm so excited today to have uh, someone on our program who, who not only understands leadership but has been living it herself uh, for for you know over a decade prior to even coming to Linkage. And so, we're going to be talking. Uh, to the CEO of Linkage in just a few minutes and, and so much to share from her vantage point and upcoming programs that they'll be highlighting. Uh, you know, I am always fascinated, Raleigh, that we've been doing this for 13 years, as you said, um, millions of listeners all over the world who are so kind to us. And, um, you know, here we are launching our first book together. <laughs> and, and that makes me laugh because obviously you have a number of best-selling books on the subject of emotional intelligence and leadership and, uh, and myself on women's issues, uh, on corporate issues related to organizational dynamics and leadership. Um, and we are just, you know, it's been a long time in coming. So I'm, I'm very grateful. For those of you who have been so kind to us, uh, please forgive me for, for being redundant here, but I just want to make sure for those of you who are joining us, and we have a whole new audience that's been joining us in the past few months uh, since the new normal, uh, pre- and post-COVID, and I just want to make sure that no one misses who my dear host is and, and good friend, Dr. Relly Nadler. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, um, he has a popular blog on Psychology Today, he has a number of books, uh, including his newest book called Physician Burnout. Um, we're excited to be bringing uh, our talents uh, to the uh, hospitals and healthcare workers who've been supporting us and who unfortunately are not getting uh, the kind of help um, and, and love uh, that they need in this environment. And uh, Relly has also been, uh, you know, above and beyond uh, a coach and a master level certified uh, executive coach for many, many years. Uh, he's also a, um, a psychologist, uh, a team trainer, and, uh, you know, he has many, many books out there. I'm sure you can 
go and look at. But the one that uh, I know he loves to share with everyone is leading with emotional intelligence because it has a lot of free tools in it. And you can go to his iApp as well. Both of us offer a free iApp. And I want to emphasize that. And please use these iApps. They're very helpful. Rally's is called Leadership Keys Field Guide. And you just go into your iTunes or wherever you get your iApps and you go to Leadership Keys and you'll see his videos and lots and lots of tools to be your best. So, Relly, um, I'd like to just mention a couple things before we bring our guest on today. Sure. Uh, a little bit about why we use emotional brilliance and not emotional intelligence. Uh-huh. And um, just some context for bringing Jennifer into the conversation. Um, Jennifer has been doing so much work uh, in this area uh, under a different title, Purposeful Leadership. But I want to just kind of frame the context here for our listeners. Okay. So you're asking me, I'll frame it. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was an ask. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, what's emotional brilliance? And, and a little bit of the frame, Kathy and I have been playing with this uh, for a while, the the term emotional brilliance Kathy came up with, and you know, how is that different than emotional intelligence? Both of us are trained in emotional intelligence. We use that as a theme in our, our coaching and our consulting, and emotional intelligence has a lot of competencies, but what we're zeroing in on is which competency, which skill, which motivating factor, which values allow you to be great in the moment. You may select or you may summon a different um, belief, self-statement, value for that particular situation. So one of the visuals is the target. Well, all the uh, strengths and competencies are on the outside. What's the bullseye? The bullseye is pulling out just the right thing to say, do, act in the right moment. That's emotional brilliance. So if you were in your, had a map of your neighborhood, uh, and that being kind of emotional intelligence, zeroing in on your house, what's home for you, uh, your comfort zone, that would be emotional brilliance. We also like the, the analogy of if you have all these clothes in your closet, and I know Kathy has a lot of them in her closet, what do you pick out is just the right outfit for the right situation. Could be with your friends, something different. Could be you're making a speech, a professional speech. You're pulling out, okay, this, when I put this on, I'm at my best. So, Kath, that's kind of a quick little overview. Um, but maybe let's bring on Jennifer. We'll say some words about her first. We'll bring her on. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I'm really pleased uh, to bring uh, Jennifer McCollum, uh, the CEO of a wonderful organization many of you have heard about for, for a long time called Linkage. And uh, uh, Jennifer oversees the strategic direction and uh, global operations of uh, the Boston, uh, Massachusetts-based leadership development firm. She has a mission, along with the organization, to change the face of leadership. I love that. Just rings so true for all of us. Linkage uh, has dedicated, probably, from my recollection, more than 30 years to improving leadership effectiveness and equity in hundreds of organizations globally. They provide solutions to accelerate purposeful leadership to advance women leaders and create cultures of inclusion using assessments and training, coaching, consulting, and, of course, their very, um, I would say, informative and, and enjoyable conferences, which are now coming to us not only live, and Jennifer will talk a little bit about that as well, but also through uh, the beautiful uh, magic of webinars. For decades, uh, many of you know that Linkage has studied what the best leaders do, and they have amassed uh, assessment data from over a million leaders to surface the purposeful leadership model. And their research proves that leaders who generate the best results actually align their personal purpose to the organizational direction, and they fulfill five specific commitments to inspire, engage, innovate, achieve, and become. Isn't that beautiful? In 2019, Linkage 
isolated specific inclusive leadership behaviors, and they found that they correlated perfectly to purposeful leadership, including inclusion. And that became a real proxy for effective leadership, that idea of inclusion. So additionally, for more than 20 years, Linkage has addressed the challenge of advancing women leaders. I was lucky to be a part of that with my two books, What Happy Women Know and What Happy Working Mothers Know, uh, launching my books at Linkage and uh, you know, surfacing those specific hurdles that women face and the competencies to overcome them. Uh, Jennifer has 20 years of expertise building and managing businesses in this leadership space that we all love. And no surprise, prior to coming to Linkage, she spent over a decade growing leadership businesses in great organizations like Corn Ferry and the Corporate Executive Board. And I know all of you are familiar with them. Uh, she has helped them provide two great books that we'll talk about as well. One called Become the Five Commitments of Purposeful Leadership and Mastering Your Inner Critic, and Seven Other High Hurdles to Advancement. Don't go away. We're going to be right back with Jennifer McCollum, CEO of Linkage. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Are you a fearless leader? Fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL or return on leadership. You can too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Take the free assessment and find out what you are truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. So, uh, we're waiting with beta breath to talk more with Jennifer uh, McCollum, the CEO of Linkage. And so, Jennifer, Welcome. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here, Relly and Kathy. And so we got some questions that we want to ask you, and, and we'll, can we always kind of start off with some of this, knowing a little bit more about your kind of background. So who are some of the folks who maybe influenced your life, your career the most? I mean, you're the CEO now, and you've gone through um, probably new, you know, numerous activities uh, and uh, successes to get there, but who's influenced you the most as you look back? 
Yeah, and I'll separate life and career. And I, I'm sure you hear this a lot, but when it comes to life, I'm going to give all of the accolades to my mother. She was ultimately a single, uh, single mom, a school teacher, and absolutely had the biggest impact on my life. I'm lucky that she's still with us. I talked to her several times a week, and she has always given me the support, the belief in myself, but mostly always allowing me to make my own decisions, live with those consequences, positive or negative, and helping me explore the learning that has resulted and done it all with unconditional support and love. And that has continued from my times living at home as a student to my first love, interest, to career, marriage, and motherhood. From a career perspective, I'm going to give a shout-out to Diane Colhane. She worked at the Coca-Cola Company about 20 years ago when I started on my, my journey that really transitioned my career into what I'm doing now, into leadership effectiveness, organizational development. In my late 20s, I realized that the work I was doing in the world, and it was exciting work. I was traveling the world for Coca-Cola. I was a communications and marketing expert. I was attending the Olympic Games and the World Cup and all kinds of uh, sports sponsorships that Coca-Cola had. And I was entirely unsettled knowing that my life purpose, even though my job was so exciting, my life purpose was not aligned um, to what I knew I could and should be doing in the world. And Diane helped me with that. I started a really incredible program at the Coca-Cola Company. Uh, it's part of what was called the Learning Consortium, and they helped turn my career into a leadership consultant where I was able to practice that inside Coca-Cola then start my own business where I was a consultant back to Coca-Cola. Diane hired me back as a consultant. And then when I moved on to building and managing and growing leadership companies, she became she moved from my sponsor to then a mentor and then to a coach. And she's been a consistent force in my life for the better part of 20 years. Wow, that's great. You know, there just was a, a Wall Street Journal article about how at this time people are, are having – bringing back their coaches, significant people kind of like Diane, uh, you know, that you may have, that you've known for 20 years. Yeah, and I think so there's what, formal coaches and there's in, they're informal coaches and both are absolutely critical. So we, uh, we're in the coaching business at Linkage as well. So especially at times this difficult for leaders, if you don't have a coach and you can, uh, you can afford a formal coach, it's fantastic. But and even in my case, I've had a lot of informal coaches over the years, including a lot of... Um, a lot of people close to me who gave me confidence when I wasn't sure I was ready to take on that next bigger and bigger role. So as you're talking, Jennifer, I'm listening intently. You have a a beautiful voice and and deep love and affection for for what you do and who've supported you. What, What brought you to this post this uh, this opportunity that you have to change leadership um, at Linkage? So for the last 10 years, my focus has really been on growing businesses in the leadership space to have a much greater impact than I could have done individually as my own consultant uh, when I had my own practice. I started doing that at larger publicly traded companies. And then... Something really important happened in the you know eight months between the 2017-2018 time period, and I took a sabbatical for the first time um, in 25, 30 years since I'd started working, and I very intentionally started focusing on what is it I want to do with the next phase in my career, and I got really clear, and this was part of you know what would be aligned to my purpose, my mission, um, to create the type of impact that I want. And it, came, it became clear over the course of months that I wanted to go to a smaller company where I could be a CEO or a, a very senior C-suite leader and have an impact both internally on the employees and externally on the world through our leadership development work. And it was during that time when I discovered Linkage. Um, Kathy, you knew about Linkage way before I did, but it's a 30-year-old, 31-year-old now company that has been dedicated to supporting leaders, advancing women, creating cultures of inclusion for so many decades. They had the data, they had the frameworks, they had the experience, 
but I thought I could make a big difference in helping expand the brands, expand the products, and ultimately expand the reach of Linkage globally. Uh, I'm so excited about what you're saying. I'm sorry, Relly, I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off if you were jumping in here, but I'd just like all of our listeners to pause for a second. And here we are, three dynamic leadership experts in our own realms, in our own point of view, uh, in our own work. And the beautiful moment that I want everybody, everybody to, to who's listening to focus on for a second is what, what Jennifer did. It's so powerful, really, to think that after so many years of a powerful, exciting, and very successful career, for all of us to take a moment, a strategic pause, and think about what we're doing, what gives us not only joy, but purpose. And in this time that we have currently, where many people are in transition, where companies are trying to put themselves back together, right, with a new operating platform of people, think about the power of taking that pause. Uh, Jennifer, your example is so compelling. I just wanted to give our audience a second to really think about what you said and to use the opportunity they have right now in an environment that is so, um, I want to say, uncertain for some people, to think of the upside of that uncertainty, to use it as an opportunity for knowing more about yourself. So with that said, Jennifer, tell us a little bit about the objectives of Linkage and how the firm has evolved since I started going to Linkage many, many years ago. So Linkage started in the late 80s, uh, and throughout the 90s, this was a time when leadership development was, was pretty new, and, and Kathy and Riley, you were really at the forefront of that. Uh, Linkage was born originally to connect, and that's why the name Linkage came to be, to connect thought leaders, academics, practitioners together uh, so they could help leaders. And we did that at the time through a lot of events. And this is, again, leadership conferences were new back mm-hmm. 25, 30 years ago. But the mission was still to help and support and develop leaders. It was a very new field back then. Over the course of several decades, we've had the opportunity to gather our own data, our own perspectives through uh, aggregation of leadership assessments that we've done, we've been able to study leadership. And over the course of time, we've come in the last decade with really solid grounding in both the science of leadership as well as the art of leadership and how that comes to life. And that's what attracts me to Linkage so much. It's that, it's that balance of science and art. So our mission to change, change the face of leadership is really twofold. It's figurative. So changing the perception about what effective leadership is, but it's also literal, and that is helping women and other underrepresented populations rise in leadership roles. So our vision right now is to impact leadership effectiveness and leadership equity globally. And we do that, as you said, through three different ways. One, looking at all leaders. How do we accelerate purposeful leadership and then specifically to women and other, other underrepresented populations. How do we advance those populations? And finally, the way to do that is to create cultures of inclusion at our organizations globally. Well, so, Jennifer, I know I think it was probably in the 90s that I went to the first uh, Linkage um, conference, and those were really those were first really well attended, and they were, like you're saying, early on, I think one of the first emotional intelligence models I saw from Linkage, I think it may have been right around the time, uh, you know, when Goldman was kind of popularizing it, maybe right after that. So that was maybe the mid, mid-90s, mid 95 or so. Yeah, that's right. And we had, a, we had a big connection with Warren Bennis, who is often cited as the, you know, the father of leadership development. But a lot of our early work, it's, it's funny, now I've only been the CEO for a couple of years, but... No matter where I go in leadership gatherings, people like, like you all will come up to me and say, I had a connection with Linkage a decade ago, two decades ago, three decades ago. So we were really part of shaping and creating and bringing together the leaders in the leadership space. 
Well, so you've done a uh, miraculous <clears throat> job, or at least the linkage has done. So tell us a little bit, you know, more about kind of where you're at, you know, with the yeah, purposeful leadership. You know, and I think, you know, um, what's great about leadership, you can put so many other words in front of it. You know, there's strategic, there's emotional intelligence. Um, what, so it, what's specific about uh, purposeful leadership and then how, you know, how do you uh, go about that? And I'm hoping we can get a lot deeper into this throughout the course of this conversation. But at the very highest level, we thought about five or six years ago, we sought to answer the question, what is it that the very best leaders do? And to, to figure that out, we scoured all of our leadership data and research, not only our leadership assessments, but talking to academics and practitioners um, from the last many decades to come together to determine, again, this is back to the science, um, what is it that the very best leaders do? And the purposeful name came because what immediately jumped out was that the best leaders align their personal purpose, we call it the per- their personal why, to something that really matters. Um, and ideally, a leader will be in a, in a role in an organization that allows them to align their personal purpose to the broader organizational direction and the organizational vision. So we have found that the best, most effective leaders are purposeful leaders. We'll also talk about the five commitments um, that they make to their stakeholders and those expectations the stakeholders have of them. We wanted something simple and elegant, but also very actionable and developable. So the most effective leaders are purposeful leaders. Most recently, we've uncovered that purposeful leaders are inclusive leaders. And finally, the largest group that needs to be included is women. And that is why um, Linkage has also been working for many decades on the advancement of women leaders, and now we're extending that to other underrepresented populations as well. Jennifer, we're going to take a quick break. We are so excited to learn more about purposeful leadership, what it means, how it works, and uh, we're just... We're thrilled you're here. So let's take a quick break. For those of you who are listening, don't go away. We'll be right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're just getting deeper with Jennifer McCollin, the uh, CEO of Linkage. They've been around for 30 years. Jennifer's been uh, CEO, you know, more recently. But one of the things we talked about is this purposeful leadership. And maybe, Jennifer, you can tell us a little bit more. you got some really impressive stats and maybe say, you know, about revenue growth and, and employee engagement. Maybe just give us a little bit more information about that and maybe, you know, how, how our listeners can, can uh, see some of that uh, data. Sure. So when we surfaced the purposeful leadership model, we wanted to make sure that it also correlated to organizational outcomes, whether it's internal outcomes or external outcomes. So I'm not going to get too nerdy into the science, although it is fascinating, but we were able to look at organizations that had a critical mass of purposeful leaders and then look at their business outcomes. And what we found was that um, purposeful leadership organizations have 
uh, two times stronger revenue growth, four times more profit growth, nine times more employee engagement, and also higher net promoter scores, which is are you willing to recommend this organization to someone else? And so, again, it's important to us to do a couple things. One, to ensure that everything we're doing is grounded in, in research and data that we know, know to be true. But secondly, to make it incredibly practical and actionable. Because another thing Linkage believes is that everyone is a leader and everyone has the opportunity to continue to evolve and become a more effective leader every day, which is getting now into the commitments and our book. So our book is called Become the Five Commitments of Purposeful Leadership. And I'm going to go a little bit deeper next, if it's okay, into the five commitments, because I know the Become Commitment specifically aligns to emotional intelligence and emotional brilliance, which is what your expertise is in. And, you know, Jennifer, as you're going through that, I think it's really also helpful for our audience to not only go through those steps, but to talk a little bit more, as you do, about leaders in crisis and how these components support coming through that unfortunate environmental condition. That, that's fantastic. And I've actually been getting a lot of questions lately about how should leaders lead differently at a time of crisis. And my perspective is that uh, purposeful leaders should always lead with the five commitments I'm about to go through. But in a crisis, you might need to tweak how you do that a little bit. And I'll give you some examples as we go through. So we can, we can go through them one at a time or I can, I can shoot through them all, but feel free to jump in. Yeah, maybe, so maybe a little five, and then let's yeah. go back to the first one. Perfect. So the five commitments are inspire, engage, innovate, and achieve. And I'm going to stop there first because those four commitments form what we call the outer circle um, of leadership. Those are the commitments that are easier to see. You can observe those in a leader's, uh, what the leader says, what the leader does. Uh, the fifth one is about the inner path of leadership, and that is called become. And become is the one that is harder to see uh, externally, but probably the most critical because it's that evolution of a leader in terms of their self-awareness, their courage, their commitment to change and grow uh, and become better as a leader every day. So these are great. Um, just to say it again, then maybe we'll go back to the first one. So inspire, engage, innovate, uh, achieve, and then become. So yeah. uh, maybe say a little bit more about you know, the first one, inspire. Right, and, then I'll, and I'll maybe give an example of how this might yeah. come to life, especially during a crisis. So let's start quickly with inspire. This is about leaders providing hope and providing inspiration for the future. Uh, this is uh, a leader who has a bold vision and is able to direct energy of the organization toward that vision. So in a crisis, the, you know, everyone tends to look toward their leader. We've seen that a lot. You know, is it our government leaders, our school leaders, our organizational leaders? And you know, a lot of us have been struggling through this crisis. In a crisis, instead of looking at a bold vision two and three years out, which is how even I led at Linkage when I started. Let's create a three-year vision. Let's rally teams around it. In the midst of a crisis, you can't see that far out. So setting shorter-term goals, shorter-term aspirations that can rally and focus the team. And it could be, what can we accomplish this day or this week or this month? And then celebrating those successes, no matter how small. That's, that's inspire. I'll move that, on that's now, really compelling. And Jennifer, I just wanted to support okay. you uh, with a, with just a, a very quick um, sentence or two here. We had uh, our friend Daniel Marcos from uh, Gazelles on the program, uh, gazelles.com. And as you know, uh, Vern Harnish and, and Daniel have been working uh, very hard on helping people get out of this crisis. And to your point, what they shared with us, was every day they would get on a call with their core teams three times a day. And it was to manage those short-term goals, to inspire everybody multiple times during the day, and to be able to celebrate those small successes in a very short period of time. So what you're talking about here is very actionable, and it's, uh, it's very um, relevant to how leaders need to operate right now. Thank you for that. 
Yeah, Kathy, and that actually aligns really nicely to the second commitment, which it sounds like um, they did very well um, as well, which is engage. So this is a time, especially during a crisis, to bring people together more frequently, also to ensure that they feel they can contribute and they can contribute to their fullest. They feel like they belong, that they're part of the solution. So engage is um, also inviting diverse perspectives. And this, again, is where inclusion uh, starts, but certainly doesn't end. Are you inviting in multiple diverse perspectives that will give you better outcomes to pull us out of this crisis and to reinvent what the future will look like? And I'll give you an example of that even from um, my own company. Uh, You may be familiar with one of my mentors now. His name is Alan Mulally, and he was the CEO of both Boeing Commercial Airplanes and also Ford Motor Company during our previous two significant crises, both 9-11 and then the 2008-2009 Great Recession. And I've borrowed from him what's called the business plan review process, and it's a good example, I think, of Engage. We bring together the top 18 leaders at Linkage, and every single week we are reviewing where are we um, given this crisis, what are we learning from the external environment, is our plan still the plan going forward, or do we need to be working on the better plan, Um, where is the biggest risk, and where we identify risk in terms of red, yellow, and green, we create immediate action groups, again, engaging the people whose perspectives are most critical to that risk, and they meet. could be every day. It could be every week. Um, and then they come back and report. So engaging in a crisis becomes even more critical, as does inclusion. I love the, the dashboard. That's fantastic, that red, yellow, and green dashboard. Um, so yeah, that's, and, and, and that helps lead that to have, innovation. Go ahead, Riley. I'm sorry. Innovation, yeah. Go ahead. So that leads to the third commitment, which is innovate. And again, um, companies are always innovating. I mean, change is, you know, ha- has been normal, quote-unquote, for the last decade plus with our work environments of, of waves of change coming very frequently. But in a crisis, change is happening daily, uh, not weekly or monthly. And so innovation becomes even more critical to reimagine what our business, what our team uh, will look like to be uh, to evolve even stronger, given the realities of what we're seeing in the environment. So we're seeing massive innovation right now in healthcare, technology, education. Um, all of us have been adapting to working remotely immediately and not being able to travel. So the innovation that's happening right now is on an incredible pace and um, will continue to happen um, as we move out of this crisis, and how do you innovate most effectively? Again, it goes back to engage in bringing the right perspectives to the table. And so that's the innovate. Um, and then what about the uh, achieve? I guess that goes kind of back to the, the dashboard and, and some of the, the, the overlap of some of these, your, your ability to kind of see how you're moving towards the goals. And Achieve is, is, a, is an interesting one because when we look at our database, most, uh, most leaders score very highly on Achieve. Um, what we mean by Achieve is not the leader, him or herself, achieving the outcomes that they set. It's about the team achieving the outcomes because the leader puts the appropriate structure, process, and clarity in place so that the team can achieve and um, often achieve is overweighted. Um, it, it does it does take um, it does take achieve behaviors to uh, the goals are important. I don't we don't want to get away from the goals, but the way to achieve is through the engagement, through the inspiration, through the innovation. And Jennifer, as we um, are going to be coming up on a break very shortly, I'd love you to focus for whatever portion that you can, uh, the idea of become, because this is where being emotionally receptive and, and, as you say, emotionally present is so important. So I'd love to focus here for, for a little while and, uh, and then possibly talk about how your new program to advance women is going virtual for the first time. Perfect. So 
So become what we save for last, because again, become, become is about turning inward, that inner path of leadership. Of leadership. Hey, Jennifer. Let me, yep. Just before we jump into it, just because we got the uh, signal to take a break, and then we'll come back and we'll jump into that. So you've been listening to Leadership Development News, and we'll be right back, and we'll continue this engaging conversation with Jennifer McCollin, the CEO of Linkage. Sounds good, Riley. Thanks. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Are you a fearless leader? Fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL or return on leadership. You can too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Take the free assessment and find out what you're truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We are having an engaging conversation with Jennifer McCollum, the new CEO of Linkage, meaning new to the organization over the past couple of years, but not new to leadership. And when we went to a break, Jennifer, you were talking about this aspect of purposeful leadership called become. What a compelling uh, subject matter. So, Let's, let's dive in there and let's make sure that before we leave our show today, you give us the uh, links for our audience to take a look at your upcoming conferences, uh, one in November, which is uh, the Women's Leadership Institute that's going virtual for the first time, which is really energizing, and another one that you're planning for inclusion. So let's go to become Perfect. So Become is the fifth commitment, the final commitment, and it's the one that is the inner path to leadership. And I'll talk about it also in the context of the crisis that, uh, is, that we are still in the midst of and will, will, and we're in the midst of multiple crises in this country right now. Um, and what is the leader's commitment that they need to make to their stakeholders, especially in times of uncertainty? And this is about emotional presence and resilience. Um, become specifically is about the self-awareness of a leader, the courage, the commitment to becoming a better leader every day. In the midst of a crisis, and this is something that I've been working on so much because, um, gosh, in the first 30 to 60 days of this crisis, 
all of our clients were impacting, uh, were, were being impacted so significantly. But we, as, as Linkage, were also being impacted. And so um, with my coach, I worked on what does it look like to be more calm, more positive, more compassionate than anyone else? What would that look like? Because everybody was looking to me as the CEO of Linkage. It also required being incredibly open and incredibly transparent because I don't think there's such a thing as managing a secret. And as, um, as we were learning about our supply chain, about our revenue, about our cost, about our sales, just like all of our clients, um, I made the decision to be incredibly um, open and informative and that was because I kept asking myself, what does it look like for me um, to become in this moment? That is so you know compelling. And, and think about that, really, the vulnerability that that requires and the confidence, right, that that requires. Yeah. And you know what I like about that? We have this part in our book, Jennifer, about your go-to. You know, in times of crisis, and times of challenge, what's your go-to? Which sounds very similar to what we're saying about become. You know, it's kind of like, okay, how do I get myself going like an athlete or someone, you know, uh, at the front lines, you know, especially in front of your people, how do I bring out my best? That's right. And, um, you know, we, I've, I've been asked a lot, and I'm sure you have as well, like what, in the midst of this crisis, what does that look like? And, you know, pausing and listening is, is something that's incredibly important. Listen to your inner voice. Pay attention to your emotions. And until you can do that and get really clear about who you are in this moment, how you want to be, I think it's really hard um, to be as effective a leader as you want to be. A couple of things that you have shared with us uh, in preparation for the show today, Jennifer, are uh, deal with reality no matter how harsh it might be and always work on the better plan. Isn't that, doesn't that sound resilient? Always work on the better plan. Can you just comment on those two things? Of course. So the, the deal with reality, no matter how harsh it might be, um, you know, in the first 30 days, I think it was, it was hard for a lot of us because we kept hearing, like, oh, you know, in two weeks, it'll just all blow, blow past us. And, oh, and in 30 days, everyone will go back to school. But as this has gone on for, for many months and will continue to go on for many more, I think the sooner leaders can deal with reality uh, and communicate and acknowledge really difficult things. I mean, but there are cost cuts. There are jobs lost. There is innovation that may or may not be successful. Um, but that dealing with reality helped us do the second thing, which is working on the better plan. So it doesn't mean giving up our aspirations. It doesn't mean giving up on our vision or our mission as an organization, but it means what is a better plan for this year? We can't pretend this year is going to be what we thought, what we hoped it would be, but we can work on a better plan right now. So one of the things that we've done, grounded in our purpose, to change the face of leadership, grounded in our vision to accelerate leadership effectiveness and leadership equity, we answered the question, what is it we can do this year? How do we need to evolve our strategy, evolve our goals? What is the better plan for us this year? And um, in some ways, that's actually been very freeing and invigorating. So we're looking at, or I know we're about to talk about this in a moment, what is the innovation um, in a in a digital first or a virtual first, virtual only world in 2020, what does leadership development look like? What are our leadership programs, leadership conferences? What does it look like reimagined? Because we have to reimagine it to, to help these leaders globally. Beautiful. So, so Jennifer, so as before we, we to, end, <clears throat> yeah. this, is, this is so uh, engaging. You know, it's really, really exciting, you know, what you're doing. We do want to give you a little bit of time to talk about kind of the, you know, what's going to come up and, and you know, the Women in Leadership Institute. Do you want to share a little bit of that? And I know we're going to have you back on the show, too. So this is just Absolutely. So I'll do a couple things. The, the first is that we've been talking about purposeful leadership, and we've, we've applied purposeful leadership to what does it mean individually and organizationally, especially in the context of a crisis. So I do want to make sure that um, everyone is aware we can develop purposeful leaders, measure purposeful leaders, measure purposeful leadership organizations, coach to purposeful leadership, and we can do that all in a virtual and a digital format. So 
Um, one of the things I'm most excited about, and we accelerated all of this, uh, we had all of this work that we've, it's been in development for over a year, and we were continuing to release new products throughout the course of this year. We moved all of that up. So we have uh, what's called Purposeful Leadership Essentials, which is self-paced learning aligned to the five commitments. We also have Purposeful Leadership Academies, which is a cohort-based program. You go through it together um, as an organization or as multiple organizations sending people into an online um, virtual experience that, that spans the course of about eight weeks. And then we have our conferences. So um, as you mentioned, our women's work, and we, have, we haven't talked about this today, but all of the same things we're doing for purposeful leaders, men and women, we're also doing for um, the advancement of women leaders. So we have digital, we have coaching and assessments and um, digital products for advancement of women. Our very biggest conference, it's, and I know, Kathy, you've spoken at it before probably multiple times, uh, we bring, at uh, sells out every year, we bring more than 1,000 women. Last year was 1,200 women together. And these are uh, mid- to senior-level women to have an incredible four-day transformational experience. There are keynote speakers, um, big-name keynote speakers. There are uh, master classes. There are learning teams. There's an assessment that you take um, so you're more self-aware coming into the experience. And we had to make a really critical decision at the top as this crisis unfolded. And for the first time, we're going to be holding the conference um, alongside the live conference, which is November 9th through 12th in Dallas. If it is safe to travel to Dallas, we will also have a virtual conference. And one of the things we think is that we can move this from 1,200 women to 12,000 women to 120,000 women um, because you can participate in um, a, a 3D virtual environment that we're creating across the course of these four days. And so our goal is to have, using innovation and uh, digital technology, and really we're at the forefront, we believe, um, in the conference industry, you know, can we create exceptional outcomes from, um, from this experience, even if you're not able to travel live to be in Dallas and with Jennifer, us in November? Just as you, as you say goodbye, what is the actual link or the 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 name that everybody can go to to learn more about women in leadership. Yeah, you can go to our website linkageinc.com and that will get you there. You can backslash event and we'll take you to the Women in Leadership conference. Um, you could also probably Google Women in Leadership Institute linkage and get you there as well. Perfect. Well, I know we need to say goodbye to you and as we do, I just want everybody to hear this. There is a significant decline in women advancing at equal rates. And we've pushed so hard in the past few decades to get women to at least 2%, if not 12% of leadership and team lead positions in and across corporate America. So this is a big issue, and I, I would ask all of you to pay attention to it. Uh, again, there's been a decline in women advancing at equal rates, and we need to pay attention. So, uh, Jennifer, thanks for being with us, and uh, we'll look forward to future conversations. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Riley. Thanks, Jennifer. And so this has been Leadership Development News. We're going to sign off, but you know, continue to tune in to tune up your performance. Thanks, everybody. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.